Facts of Faith with Nael Pondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. Welcome, you're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayel Upondwana. We are together until midnight. No, 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 not midnight. Where did that come from? We're together until 8 o'clock. It's synchronize our watches. My time said it's 6 minutes after 7. So tonight we're asking the question, what is the importance of using alcohol in all these African customary traditions or ceremonies? Uh, what exactly is the relevance or the necessity of using alcohol in African traditional religious practices. You'll notice that we notice a lot of them have umgomboti and it must be done. There must be the brewing of umgomboti. Why? And then you'll notice that in some of these customary practices, they would have brandy. Yeah, you heard me right. Brandy. And you wonder, brandy? Did we brew brandy before the colonialists came? Brandy? Seriously? And then you will realize that you find a lot of people, when they are trying to punish one another, in these customary punishments like uuliwa they say i will punish in zaulipodil a bottle brandy in africa did we did we have brandy in africa well we're going to learn today from two of our guests who will be giving us Perspectives, Gogu Pepsi Lamaseko, CEO of Pepisa, natural CEO and national uh, national coordinator of Traditional Healers Organization. She'll be joining us in a while and also will be joined by Kosima Tupa Mukwena, the Congress of Traditional Leaders of South Africa, Contralesa. He's going to be joining us in a short while as well. These are our guests who will be guiding us through this conversation when you listen to people speaking about our african customs you would imagine they ought to be exclusively african but if you remember last week we had a conversation with uh, the christian version of this conversation where they were suggesting that there are some practices that are purely customary not necessarily religious just customary and as such um, we should not stop because culture evolves that's what bishop maponga was saying last week that culture evolves do you imagine that perhaps all of these things will be a sign that culture has evolved well we're gonna find out tonight my name is nayelu pondona this is facts of faith sylvester let's begin hashtag safm facts of faith All right, let me introduce you to our guests in no particular order. We do have Gokpepsile Maseko. She's the CEO of Pepisa Natural and National Coordinator of Traditional Healers Organization, T. Is it Tor? Good evening, Gogo, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Gogo, are you there? Gogo Masego? All right, we're going to try and reconnect with Gogmasek. We don't seem to have her on the line. Also, we do have, or I'm hoping we have, Khosima Tupa Mukwena. Okay, I've just been told that Khosima Mukwena has also gone. Our lines have dropped. I do beg your pardon. So we're going to continue. 
So I want to open the lines to you throughout the program as per usual. Do not wait for a particular time. Our lines are always open. And if you'd like to join us via WhatsApp, you can send a WhatsApp line 0614-104-107-0614-104-107-0891-104-207-0891-104-207. That's our landline. As for the WhatsApp, please keep them brief. And do not forget to tell us what your name is and where you're calling from or sending your WhatsApp from. It's just nice to know. All right. Let's try then. Uh, guess again. Go, Pepsi. Are you there? Uh, yes, I am here. Uh, good evening to Gok and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to you. Well, all right, um, Joey, can we get another line for Gok Pepsi? Our line is not particularly clear there. Let's try a close Your Highness, are you there? I can hear you. I can hear you loud. Your line is perfectly clear, Your Highness. Thank you very much. Let's begin with you since we're trying to get reconnected to Gok Pepsi. We speak of um, some customary practices that we have noticed over the years, and I'm very young um, I'm, I'm in my early 40s so I'm, I'm very very young but all of my years we have seen the use of alcohol what exactly is the importance of using alcohol your highness in African customs and traditional practices now, it's not very much, uh, what a topic what a topic we are just surprised these days uh, people are abusing alcohol as if there is no tomorrow. In our culture, we know that the alcohol was used to connect with your ancestors. When you do some rituals, there's no way you can just do that. Standing there, uh, maybe having water or whatever. We'll use alcohol, and this alcohol I'm talking about is traditional alcohol. And this was used as well. Uh, for social gatherings when they are in business in whatever at home when uh, there is uh, let's say I'm getting married or we're receiving makoti or there, that's when alcohol is used your, your highness I don't know what gremlins are playing with our lines here. Something is distorting your line, Your Highness. Please forgive me. I'm going to try and reconnect with you as well. Just hold the thought. Please forgive me, Your Highness. Let's see if we do have Gog Pepsi uh, on a clearer line. Uh, uh, Gogo, are you there? Okay. It seems as though <laughs> we have some some evil working against this show for tonight but we are not going to give up this is facts of faith after all so we do expect gremlins to happen from time to time especially when we're talking about important issues of faith so we're going to take a break and come back when we come back i'm hoping we'll be able to have both of our guests to give us the insights and i'd like i did say you are most welcome to join in and share with us your insights stand by on safm all right, let's try again with the hope that our guests are back on the line. Uh, Gok Pepsila, are you there? I'm here. Okay, that sounds slightly better. Your Highness, are you there? I am here, Naya. I don't know, maybe they're bewitching me. <laughs> I hope not, Your Highness. I, I hope, hope not. <laughs> I, I hope. hope. <laughs> I take offense to that. I <laughs> <laughs> Let's begin with you, um, uh, Gogo. Um, we, we, we are looking at the increasing use of alcohol in our customary practices as Africans. And when I began the program, I gave examples of how there is this need or necessity to use umkomboti. And also you'd find that there is also this incessant requirement for a bottle of brandy or bottles of brandy and i was of the view that we never brewed or distilled alcohol in africa to the point of it becoming brandy we brewed umgomboti but for us to distill it to the point of becoming brandy I didn't know that was part of our culture. So please educate me, Gogo. When did this happen, this use of alcohol, and how did it come about? 
Okay, um, thanks, Naya, and so was to listeners at home. Um, you, you, I think you want me to transverse on sacred waters, Naya. Uh, um, um, well, I suppose you're the best person to do that. You, you, go, you are the best person. I, I believe you are the best person. If you have that connection, <laughs> we, we would trust you to do that. Go ahead. Okay, so was Naya. The question you're asking is the significance of alcohol in in healing, more so in areas of initiation and and and, and African religion and culture and culture. Yes, uh, alcohol um, plays a major significant role in 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 healing in in the spiritual um, work. And the alcohol that I'm talking about, I'm talking about Umtomboti, which is an indigenous African beer. Yeah. Uh, which gets brewed at home and 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 there's nothing that is done to you know, you don't take it through processes to distill it as as you're talking of, of brandy and all of that. You just serve it as umbomboti because it needs to be served exactly as it is in a crude form because you use that for, you know, to, to, to appease, to talk to your ancestors. Um, umbomboti, the reason why, you know, our ancient, um, the forefathers used umbomboti is precisely because of its health benefits. To you, the person that will be responsible, you know, for, you know, for for leading, you know, for, for presiding over uh, umsebenzi, you know, and 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 one of the most important uh, way to to understand it is that when you talk about umkombo, umkombo is made out of millet and wheat in particular, and this wheat and millet would be, you know, indigenously farmed. And cultivate. I mean, to be indigenously cultivated and harvested. So, meaning that there would be no any contaminants that goes into it, as opposed to you know your rice, your your far your your, your millimil and all of those things. This would be a special nutritious crop, you know, that you would have to use. So it had that sentiment, you know, and appeal to Amazons, and also it would be used because. Ukobela, who has to preside over the, the entire process of Ukutwasisa and Umsebenzi Wasekaya. Um, in, in most cases, you'll find that they get bloated from, uh, from, from the many things that they would probably be eating or consuming. So they would need Umkomboti because it would help in the cleansing of the tummy and also ensuring that if they were too tired and all of that, the nutrients in that in, in umkomboti which comes from magnesium which is magnesium it has contents of magnesium phosphorus protein folate and a number of other nutrients nutritional contents you know it would help you in in in, in building back your your body your body and it it, it 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 was very it was a very organic way to do it so that is why it would be used but in as far as the abuse of alcohol in using spirits, in using all of the sorts of uh, things that we do today. Um, it, it has nothing to do with, it has no significance at all with healing, you know, other than the fact that, you know, as healers and, and being under pressure by Western, by media, you know, by people also that want to see traditional healing practices being transformed in an ugly way because they always say, yeah, culture is not static. And when healers try to, to do things that are, that are going to be labeled as not cultural, but at the same time, uh, not, and not, not living by a static way. So again, communities complain, why do you, why do you use spirits? Why do you do brandy? Why do you do all sorts of things? But then healers are in a battle. They're trying to find themselves. They're trying to fit in. And yet they're losing the authenticity. They're losing the integrity. 
So those are some of the challenges that we have as a profession. So you need to bring them in and say, by the way, you know, your ancestors never used and it never processed and distilled, you know, umgomot. Uh, it would be served in its organic and crude form. So now when, when you begin to say that and question, it is like, uh-uh, you can't tell us, Pelawena, you are not a Kobela, you know? So those are some of the battles that we, always, we often have. And that is why at the THO level, we then decided to put together a policy that is called the Code of Ethics and Behavioral Policy, which says once you are caught by the organization under substance, you know, under drugs, under alcohol, are therefore punished by the organization because it felt there was an avalanche of uh, a syndrome, you know, of, of people that behave in a manner that is untoward and, and it affects healing directly. So that is why we decided to do this. But there's, not, there's nothing, there's no significance whatsoever. Now, the only thing was that healers are trying to fit in and they do it wrongly because it affects the patient which in this case is Itwasa. Itwasa has to pay, you know, over and above the money for Utwasa. They need to pay out of pocket for, for alcoholic substances and all of the things that are not necessary and not the core in healing. So that is the problem that we have. I, I'm, I'm asking these questions tonight from a position of, of, of disadvantage. So I'm, I'm asking because I, I would love to know because one of the things that you're going to be telling me now, I, I, I really am curious. Talk to us about distilling brandy. Did, did Africans distill brandy? Yes, I mean, obviously, as Africans, we've always known science, you know. And we are the, we are the best organic scientists, you know, that you would ever find anywhere. Because remember, you remember everything that is distilled today, it was taken from our own innovations. You know, we taught them to do amahel. We taught them to brew it, you know, to do all the sorts of processing and so on. I understand. They were I, for I, doing it. I understand that part, Gogo. The brewing part I understand, but my curiosity is on the brewing and then distilling alcohol to it becoming brandy. I, I was curious to know if we, we have... Yeah, do, do we have history of brandy in Africa? Yes, we would definitely do brandy. Remember, Pela... Would do umangkanjani. Umangkanjani is nothing short of brandy. That is brandy that we, you know, as Africans, we, we were innovative enough to do. Okay. You know, there, there would be things like that. You know, um, in, in Siswa, to get in, uh, there's another one that is called, uh, uh, I, I probably I remember it before the show ends, okay. but there's another one. You know, there's quite a variety of them. Okay. You know, but those have nothing to do with healing. Remember, we are talking about healing here. Yeah. We are trying to bring bad people to the right ways of doing things. Yeah. And we're saying anything that is illifakela, anything that came with pressures, with modern pressures, has nothing to do with healing. We are trying to bring back a good way to do healing so that we do not put unnecessary costs on a patient yeah. that is already overburdened, you know, in terms of ama cases of alcohol and yes. all of those things, and things that do not directly, you know, uh, uh, impact the positivity of healing. Okay. All right. Let's bring in His Highness Khosi Mukwena. Your Highness, um, we got interrupted as you were explaining the necessity of using this alcohol. And so, Ugo Pepsi Lemaseko has already I- I- introduced this conversation again. So, I'd like to know from you, as, as traditional leaders, um, do you have any, perhaps, any history of the use of alcohol uh, as, as Ugo Pepsi Lemaseko was suggesting right now? Thank you very much, Alcohol in our culture, it was used. Let's say there will be an inauguration of a king, a queen, or a senior traditional leader. It will be used, and the aunt is the one who's going to perform some rituals using umtombot or the African beer. Now, it is used again to connect with our ancestors because you can't just use water when you perform rituals and talk to your ancestors. And again, it was used 
for socializing when there are gatherings at home or MS, use that particular beer, not what we're seeing of late. And again, when you are welcoming a Makoti, you have to do some rituals using African beer. Or if I'm now, I want to get married, uh, there's a ritual that must be performed and uh, that African beer will be used there. When boys are going to the mountain, you cannot just uh, take them there before the rituals are performed and African beer will be used when those are happening. And again, um, even today, uh, when there are functions, you might buy this uh, liquor that is there of late, which people are buying, but there must be an African beer that we're going to use to perform those rituals. Unfortunately, um, the, we can't blame democracy and uh, we, we, we fought for it and so on. But there are people who are now abusing it simply because we're around democracy. People are saying, you know, we can do whatever we want with it and so on, which is very wrong. And uh, I can't blame uh, TV because uh, the adverts, adverts as well, you know, they show uh, this liquor acted something very nice and good. And they'll show some nice pictures of places and so on. As if when you're drinking this liquor, you'll be there. Unfortunately, it is now abused and used for wrong reasons. In our African culture, uh, there, there are people who are specified in brewing those African uh, uh, liquor. Not anyone can do that. They are specified people. We are surprised now as traditional leaders that uh, what African beer was used for has now been rubbished by some people who are now abusing it for their own selfish reasons. Yeah, I I get that, Your Highness. What I was hoping you'd uh, clarify as well is the history of using... uh, Have we always used this alcohol or is this something that came with a particular generation or era? Is this something that has always been part of our culture? It was no. always part of our culture. I'm telling you, Mm-mm. it was part of our culture. But uh, unfortunately, um, now we are using it wrongly. It's part of our culture because, uh, as far as I can remember, uh, even then, when we were still young, um, uh, seven or eight year old, or even twelve year old, I remember at home when there would be some functions, there would be uh, this African beer that is brewed somewhere for those particular purposes. It, it was there. It was there. Because right now we're using these modern ones that are killing our people, unfortunately. Uh, Nay. Okay. Your Highness, I, I don't know if you heard Gog Pepsila. She seems to be disagreeing. Um, Gog Pepsila, you wanted to jump in? Yes. Uh, thanks, uh, Nay. Uh, I'm not necessarily... I don't think you, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be... I'll be correct to say I'm disagreeing with Ngozi, but rather I'll say there's a better way to... I'd like to put it in another way. And this other way is, we, as Africans, we never had, we were never fond of of this Western distilled alcohol. You know, we would, would know, would, if there is work, if there is a ritual that needs to be performed, Ngozi is very right. You know, there are people in a household that are given the responsibility to preside over that event, and, and, and to follow a certain hierarchy of, of who will have to perform that. But over and above that, um, we never had spirit, we never had all of these things until Jan van Riebeck and the entire crew came into the country and into the continent Africa. That was the only time when we were then introduced to spirit. But before them coming into the country, we never had those things. And, and even when people became innovative enough to try and distill. I, I wanted to say the word that I wanted to use was, which is, uh, which is famous in Siswati, is Pigilieza. Even, pe- even when people were distilling for Pigilieza, they would know what communities around them would say, this is not correct and don't ever do it because you will kill our husbands. You know? because of the manner in which it would treat the men. You know, a, a lot of women never liked women that were brewing pigilieza because they knew it was not good for the health of the husband. But they were very happy 
with Umkomboti because it is also an ancestral uh, beer and also it is good for healing. So that is what they, they, they loved, you know, drinking because even children, when they are young, even children when they're old and, and every other person in the house would also use it before it ferments. You know, it, 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 it will be the best kind of food, minimally, I mean, the best kind of food and pub that you would get in a household. So I'm just saying probably we need to, to correct some of, some of these things so that we are not seen to be, you know, to, to, to not be speaking what Africans know used to happen before the advent of, um, you know, of, 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 of Van Riebeck and all of those people that came into that invaded the country. And, and, and definitely, I agree with you, because this has, this has nothing to do with democracy, but it has greatly a lot to do with, uh, with, 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 uh, with people wanting to be associated with treasures of the world and treasures of, of the so-called development. And they forgot that the best development is the development that takes your culture with. You cannot tell me you developed because you are just living in a certain community. In, in, in a certain suburb and therefore think that you cannot bring your interpol, your image in that suburb just because you have disassociated yourself from my village. I mean, it's, that's not development. That is being naive of you because if you look at other communities, um, which are your Chinese, your Indians, and all of those communities, they know uh, when they have to move from one area to another, they have to move with their being, they have to move with their cultures, and they have to integrate those cultures into their way of life and into their own ways of development. So obviously media plays and still continue to play a major role there, you know. And, and that is why it was good even this time during COVID that the ministers, the president, were able to say, let's stop anything that is alcoholic, let's stop anything that is tobacco-related, because we can be able to live without these things anyway. We have always lived without them. So I'm just saying, to, and there's nothing that can happen to our bodies and harm our bodies. The only thing is that we need to, you know, to, 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 to ensure that um, we understand when we are, I mean, we understand the limits and know what is it that is supposed to be done, which is associated to what we are about, which is cultural, and, and also to the development of, of us as communities and as indigenous communities. Thank you. All right. Um, I want to take some voice notes and read some some WhatsApps as well. And don't forget the lines are open. We're in conversation with two of our guests, Gogpepsile Maseko and also His Highness Khosima Tupa Mukwena. They're giving us some perspective on the use of alcohol in our African traditional and religious customs and practices. Two and a five and a half minutes now before eight. Let's go to the voice notes. Sylvester. To those uh, and the listeners, uh, in our culture, we do do a form of brandy, but we don't call it brandy. Come to Mpumalanga and areas around Bushpark Ridge, you do, we call it a ispione. So if you look at it, that's brandy. They say it's Mankanchan, another name. Togos. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. Uh, unfortunately, sir, uh, they don't ask for espionage as or they ask for a bottle of brandy. It's it's always never espionage. I've never heard of espionage as you're suggesting it, sir, but you will always hear. And most of the time, of the time that I've witnessed it, they demand those bottles of distilled alcohol. Not brewed, but distilled alcohol, which is what I was inquiring about. So if you're saying it's there, it's probably there. But they never asked for it. They only ask for the Western eyes, which Gopib Sili is, refer- is referring to as not part of our way of doing things. Hi, Naye. Hmm. I'm Sia. I'm from Worcester. Yes, Sia. I don't see any problem, you see, with us uh, using uh, uh, alcohol or kombucha and stuff. Okay. You see, especially when maybe you're taking boy to the bush and comes back. Yeah. It's only in Beleko, you see, where some of us, as close as we don't use Ujuala, uh, you see, in that ritual. So when taking the boy comes back and other, you see, a lot of things, you see, there's nothing wrong with uh, not using alcohol, you see. 
Nkomuti in brand and stuff. So I don't see anything wrong. I, I see ya. You, you're adding brandy now at the end. You said Mkomuti at the beginning and I was with you. And then you said Mkomuti and brandy. Okay. All right. Good evening, Naye. It's Lazarus Mutimba here from Emerlachia in Wheatbank. It might not have been called brandy or whiskey, but certainly we had that drink through a process of distillation. Thank you. Okay, that's been said already. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening. It's a um, yes, it's a I think yeah, Umkomboti or uh, beer plays a huge role when you're doing African ceremony because it, it, it does connect to our ancestors, so to bless whatever that you're looking for. And on alcohol abuse, I think youth are the one who abuses beer. So back then, only old people, old, I mean like 50 plus, they were allowed to drink. These young men, they were not allowed. So that's why now they misbehave because uh, uh, they can't control beer. Thank you. Got it. All right. Uh, let's play one last one before we move on to reading the texts. Uh, good evening, Naya, uh, and good evening to your guests for tonight's uh, program. My name is Kylie Tukweta. Uh, uh, sorry, my point is... Um, on the matter of alcohol and uh, cultural rituals look just because the, the 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 our our history is not well written down these things will happen that there will be a lot of confusion and there will be a lot of uh, in the sense that people will 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 use their own thinking in in doing things their own way as i've said last week or the week before saying no here we do things this way because there's nothing written uh, it, it, it will there will always be a, a mix now of things uh, as i know there were no brandies back in the day but now it's it's like when when these rituals are done, brandy or beer, other than umkomboti, are also part of the deal now, as as if to appease the the ancestors. You need these things. I don't know. Anyway, I am a Christian. I I do not uh, do these things uh, currently in my life. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Your Highness, um, uh, would would you like to respond before we move on and read uh, some some texts? Yes, um, in fact, I'm happy that uh, all those uh, who commented uh, are in support of uh, the use and how it was used this African day before. Uh, unfortunately, it, it was used from time immemorial. Unfortunately, when the colonizers came into our country, they labeled it as poisonous and discouraged people from uh, using it or even uh, uh, brewing it in favor of this uh, uh, their own uh, western uh, beer that they, they, they brought along it, it just a pity because unfortunately some people uh, fell to that trap but i'm happy that people are supporting uh, uh, this view in fact uh, when it comes to uh, the abuse of late peer pressure it's really um, taking its toll on, on our youth mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm happy that one of the uh, those who commented said uh, our youth, unfortunately, are the ones who are abusing it. I, I agree. I, the question is, why? It started uh, when when we said uh, now our youth have got this uh, freedom to choose what they want to do and so on and so on. As parents. Some of the parents, unfortunately, they lost the grip of uh, saying liquor is meant for elderly people. Even not this uh, white stuff that is, is, is used now, but our African beer. Now, it is it, high time where we should uh, go back to a drawing board and say, but uh, 
our government, what are you saying about our African beer that we used to use before? Are you going to allow it to be to be brewed and be sold? Because currently they, it is banned. People are just doing it at the backyard and so on. But you look when during at level five, even professionals and everybody else were running to Bogogo who are brewing this African beer. They were buying it in five liters and 20 liters and putting it in, the, in their refrigerators. But when they are in public platforms, they will rubbish it. We are saying as custodians of culture and tradition, it's fine. Those who choose not to drink it or use it during ceremonies, by all means, let them not to use it. But don't rubbish what it is uh, it, it is a noble drink to some of us who la- who, 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 who want to use it even during uh, our our own functions which That's one are you, which one are you referring to as noble your highness no oh okay Mkombot. okay yeah right. you know you know i wish we can test one day when Mkombot, because our, our young uh, people even those who are saying they are who is who they are drinking this liquor in order to get drunk. In our tradition, the, the, the purpose was to socialize. And you you never see someone uh, being held uh, uh, from here right and left uh, because he's unable to drive his car or unable to walk. When you're using umkombuti, your senses are still normal. You are still naive as we know you. But this current stuff, I'm telling you, some of them, one or two glasses, they're gone. That's where we're saying African beer is the way to go. Okay. All right. Gogo, do you want to respond to the voice notes before we move on to the texts? Um, uh, no, thank you very much, uh, Naye. I, I think I'd like to to follow on from the Inkos' comment to say, um, yes, uh, our, our own indigenous beer... Had, has a lot of significance in terms of it has a lot of cultural and spiritual significance, and it used to we need to continue to use it for spiritual purposes. And also, but then what is what we are seeing now is that we are seeing the abuse, you know, because it is another thing to say, okay, let's have just probably ten liters or twenty liters of umkomboti, and have you know, umkomboti put in a calabash so that that part, that umkomboti is used in appeasing and all of that, which is which is part of us, which is cultural, which is supposed to be done. In fact, it's an integral part of, of, of appeasing our own ancestors. It's important that it has to be done. But in situations where now people get drunk and, you know, uh, and, 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 and be out of order, then that becomes a problem. I think that is what is more concerning to the public to say we may, they need for somewhat of control in imitating. And and as cultural communities and indigenous communities, people should not necessarily, you know, be telling us that we should have control over these things because um, I think in our own ways there is a measurement. If if we pose our pose like equals issue, our pose you need to terribly uh, be terribly drunk that you cannot even see the person next to you. So once that is that, then it means it is some form of abuse because every day you'll end up causing lots of problems for yourself. Yeah. So what we are saying in hidden here is that we are saying let let's con- let, let's let's conclude the work of initiation incidents Let us conclude all of that work. And once that aspect of work is concluded it is then that people can 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 think of socializing, but also it should not be something that is, you know, it should not be something that is imposed and forced on people to do. Because if I only have money to undergo initiation, and and in Tata is Kwamasamsobunyanga, I may not necessarily have money, you know, to socialize. You know, like it happens when you graduate at the university. You know, you, you have your graduation where you do all sorts of things. And then later on in your life, when you know you've, you know, you've, you know, you are now working, you, 
you know, you are stable financially, you're stable financially, you then can put together some sort of a graduation part or something, or any other time when you know you, you are able to do it and afford it. All so right. in this case as well, that is what we say normally to KHO members, to say there is nothing wrong with pro- postponing the social activity. You can always do that later on after Sotete Isikwama. For now, let us be preoccupied with putting together a very good program, Yogutwasisa. Let's focus on the on the important curriculum of Ugutwasa. The right. other things which are subordinate, we can always do them later on when we have the money to do it. But they shouldn't be imposed on the poor Ituasa. All right. I want to take some calls for you both. Uh, first, I want to read a few WhatsApp uh, texts. Uh, long, long ago, black people were using Amasi for their ritual. That's what I know, sir. Uh, you forgot to tell us what your name is or madam, but I know as well. Um, Amasi. Uh, hello, I'm Bavenda. I'm listening from Kwakwa in the Free State. What an interesting topic. I can agree with that guest of yours who said the reason from Umkomboti in our rituals is to connect with our ancestors, but about brandy. Hi, I don't know, but I hope from today I will learn something as you have Coco there. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. You forgot to tell us your name as well. Please do tell us your name. Another one writes, uh, Naya, isn't that what makes African religion great? It's not written down. It's not rigid. People can do things that make sense at that time. It's Vuyo in Bloemfontein. Thank you very much, Vuyo. Appreciate it. Let's go to the calls. 0891-104-207. Colin is in Cape Town. Good evening, Colin. Good evening. Good evening, Naya. Good Hi, evening Colin. to your guest. Um, I was going to ask a question, but um, it was actually answered while I was hanging on the phone. Okay. What effect has the, um, the beer? What's the name of that beer? Umkomboti. Um, Umkomboti. I repeated that word over and over and over and now as I'm on the phone I, I, I forgot. You see, I practice I practice your <laughs> English and I say it right, so you must practice my class and well yeah. and you say it right. Now, tell me, um, um, you know, uh, as scientists and people know, alcohol does affect the brain. Yeah. Now that African beer you call your ancestors and you drink that. What effect has it got on your brain? The one is drinking it. Do you hallucinate later on? You go into a trance or is it just non-alcoholic? And another thing too I wanted to ask was um, uh, 90%. Well, we are number one in the world for alcoholism. Uh, uh, not alcoholism, um, consu- consuming liquor, the amount. And I'm sure our African brothers, which is the majority of our population, they are drinking the modern, modern liquor. So what I want to ask um, is the African tradition of um, the beer they're drinking falling away or or the Africans going on to the modern um, alcohol. Okay. All right. Thank and you And I much. know also, I know, I worked for 45 years with Africans. They drank um, Skokian and uh, a Mampur or something like that. And uh, the one made a maize meal. Yes. <laughs> they drank that one also. Okay. Yeah, right. a big 44-gallon uh, drum maize meal made it sour for days and days, my friend. Okay. I mean, <laughs> All right. okay, now Thank you very much, Colin. Thank I would you like very much. to answer for that. All right, they'll, they're, they're listening, they'll respond. Thank you very much. You do have Anonymous in Durban. Good evening, Anonymous. Good evening to you, Naya. Ask my mom, you know, I remember uh, in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, at, before the, the new generation came and the old era, when we all live together in harmony. I, okay. I, in, uh, in my in my neighborhood, there were people that used to make you know on the side of the street in uh, in the side of the street and on the other side of the street there were my sisters of black origin that used to live there and our families they were like families to us and uh, they used to make this home brewed. I, I I don't know about that name that you're saying umbumbulu or what. 
umkomboti Anonymous, appreciate your Thank call. You. Just Thanks. try if you have people that were fluent in your English, try and be fluent in their language as well, please, my anonymous. Let's go to Sakile in Durban. Good evening, Sakile. Hey, hello there, how are you? I'm all right, Sakile. How are you? I'm good, man. Your case there. There is um is very deep. We have very connection. We have a big connection between Kumbuti. You know, I'll tell you what, it's not just ceremonies and rituals and funerals, but you know, there is a heart, a heart, now where we connect with our ancestors. Mm. You know, even before you do renovations in that house, you don't just wake up and go and do renovations there. You have to prove and, 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 and tell them that you are now going to renovate their house. I'm not sure if this is similar um, across the Ngunis. <clears throat> even the crawl, now you don't just wake up and go renovate the crawl, you know. You have to prove it. And, um, and then you're going to have this other thing, which is no cultural significance. We call it Ukavin, this side. Hey, that thing is very strong now. And people are brewing it. I'm not sure when we start to brew the thing. But, yo, it's related to this Western spirit. Yo, that thing is very, very strong now. It has no cultural significance, but people are brewing it. I'm not sure if, if it started with when, when 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 Fletcher came, I'm not sure if oh. if where they, they started, but it's very very old. Right. Thank okay. you. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate your call. All right, let's go to Stoom Lamla. Oh, do we have other people calling there? Uh, okay, let's go to the to the to the tweets and uh, Facebook posts. Tweets Kakiso Solo at uh, Solo. Kakiso, writes, I hear you talking about umgomboti. What are the ingredients? Was this before or post-colonialism? All right, we'll get that for you. Kakiso, appreciate it. On Facebook, Ayanda Ndaba writes, There was a special prayer that was solemnly done by Brewer and Umtagati was not allowed near the Brewer's uh, hut and your utensils. From brewing umkomboti, we also learned to brew sour porridge. Is it And not anyone can brew sour porridge. And today, to enjoy sour porridge, we use tartaric acid. Because <laughs> brewing takes time, diligence, and tip-top uh, hygiene. All right, I hear you, Ayanda. Thank you very much. By the way, yeah, just in case you didn't know. Thank you very much. Um, also, we do have Ustum Lamla writes, I think Umkombut used to connect with the ancestors and in celebrations and gatherings as their as thirst-quenching drink. Then the bottle of brandy used in some instances is to make it a little bit easier to utilize and carry around, being not easy to transport. A big drum of umkomboti from one's home to where you are supposed to pay the punishment. <laughs> Stum Lamla, I hear you. <laughs> All right, another one writes, uh, this one is Isipo Angel Boat. I'm hoping I'm breathing that correctly. Uh, writes, why has Western alcohol have overtaken our traditional beer? All right, thank you very much. I'm sure you heard both of our guests responding to that part. Another one from Samkelosem Latakisa. 
uh, some get it right. There is abuse of alcohol. What we call culture is very diluted. I think alcohol, whether traditional or commercial, is not, quote-unquote, African. Uh, a section of South Africans nowadays can't function without alcohol. Some get it. Thank you very much for your Facebook post. Uh, Gideon Manamela Lisiba writes, there is another alcohol called Tototo is brewed at home for six weeks. It signifies brandy or spirits or vodka. Uh, I'm sure that's what you meant by vodka uh, because it's it's colorless. Oh, okay, Gideon. I didn't know. I'd like to see this Tototo. Anyways, it's three minutes now before um, eight. I'm going to give my guests opportunity to respond to all of these. Your Highness, you're going to be last. I'm going to begin with Gog Pepsi. Gog Pepsi, you have one minute and 30 seconds. Go ahead. Your parting shot. Okay. Uh, thank you very much uh, <clears throat> uh, for, for bringing, I mean, for, for allowing us to talk about these things. And, and the one thing that I'm picking uh, up from, from the listeners is that they are very concerned in the manner in which our own cultural heritage has been deleted. So this, therefore, you know, it begs for us as custodians to go back and, and fix what, what modernization has broken from us. So I, I think the most important thing is that, that to say, as we celebrate Heritage Month, people should know and uh, should know that um, culture needs to be celebrated. You know, we need to preserve things that are, that are part of us. And anything that is secondary, anything that, is, that has come up with the influence of Western modernization, should always come secondary because those things do not define who we are. Yeah. And one of the things that is important is that once you get a job, you are you occupy a new job, appease your ancestors, use mkombo. Once you are in a new house, cleanse the house, you know, appease. You know, right. you need to make sure that you are able to connect. I need, I need to stop you right there, Gogo. Otherwise, thank you very much to the listeners and to you, uh, thank, thank you very much, Gogo. I want to give His Highness the final uh, word. Go ahead, Your Highness. Thanks very much, Naye. In fact, uh, I must thank uh, the, the callers and those who wrote uh, uh, that are supporting us. Uh, I hope uh, we'll take the advice in terms of uh, the abuse and so on. But I want to end up with uh, to show the kind of abuse we are experiencing of late. Can you imagine that uh, there is this thing called after party? In that after party, you can imagine what's happening there. Something that mm. is, is, is anti-African and so on. You go to our school children who are writing their final exam uh, as in grade 12. They said now they're going to dump their uniform. And when they do that, the kind of things happening there is just uncalled for. Therefore, mm. I'm calling upon uh, parents, let's take charge and make sure that they are, this alcohol is not abused like what's happening now. Thanks very much, Naya, for having us. I hope the people uh, have taken advice and we have taken the advice as well. Thanks very much, my leader. Thank you very much, Your Highness. That was Kosi Matupa Mukwena, the Congress or a member of the Congress of Traditional Leaders of South Africa, Controlesa. Thank you very much, Your Highness. And also Gog Pepsile Maseko, CEO of Pepsile Pepisa Natural. And also, she's the national coordinator of traditional healers organization, uh, THO. For me, Nayelu Pondwana and the team, have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.